But hello there, friend, and welcome to the Cultivating Jewels podcast. This show is all about embracing the promise of abundance and cultivating what really matters in life. I'm your host, Amber Durgan, and together we will discuss what it means to be women devoting ourselves to Christ through all the various roles we play. I'm so excited you have joined me today and cannot wait to uncover the jewels that are sure to be ours. Welcome. Hello friends and welcome back to the Cultivating Jewels show. I hope that your week has been wonderful and that you are getting some beautiful spring sunshine. Today I have an interview for you, which if you listened to my show last week, might come as a little bit of a surprise. I will be the first to tell you that I have right now so much on my plate that oftentimes I forget or overlook things. I had said that our mini-series for what we're doing on Christian women in history was going to include April 7th. That is not correct. I have my sweet friend Rosie coming on today to share about detoxing our homes, what that looks like, what it means to detox our home, really all the things. She has such a heart for young mamas and encouraging them and teaching them really just to be healthy and to steward our bodies well, which we are called to in scripture. So I hope that you enjoy this episode. And one more thing I want to say, um, because we all know that Amber be rejoicing in real life and cultivating those real life moments, there are parts of this podcast that are going to be real life. You will hear knocks on doors. You will hear kids in the background. You will hear some of my guests have dogs who have barked. Please don't let that distract you, though, from the real message of the podcast. I do my best to edit a lot of that out, what I can. But if it happens when we're right in the middle of speaking, I don't want to edit that out because then it doesn't make sense. That being said, the start of this podcast with Rosie, sometimes also Zoom, which is what I record on, can um, glitch out for some reason. So it There's a part in this podcast, you might notice it, you might not, where it doesn't really make sense, but just go with it. It it gets better. Promise. It was funny because after I got off of our call with Rosie, both of us were like, I don't know what was up with today, but we were tripping over our words. Anyhow, all the caveats aside, I hope that you enjoy this chat with my friend. Here's Rosie. Hi, Rosie. Thank you for coming on the Cultivating Jewels podcast today. Thank you, Amber, for having me. Can you take a moment to introduce yourself? I've been following you for about maybe four months now, and I love your content. Everything you post, I'm like, oh my goodness, she is me. (laughs) But for those who do not know you, can you share? Yeah, um, I am a young mom of three littles with one on the way. Um, I've been married uh, almost seven years, and I started my Instagram really to just encourage other moms and um, just help them on their journey of health and wellness and all the, th- all the things that can fall under that umbrella. So today we're going to be talking about detoxing our homes um, and just what that looks like and why it's important. So can we start with um, how would you define that term detoxing our home and what areas of our homes can even be detoxed? Well, it's a very, 
I view it as a very holistic thing. Like it's not just the products we necessarily put on our skin, but it's also the food we consume. Um, detoxing your home to me, I think of like eliminating um, as much refined sugar as possible. I think about um, taking a closer look at the labels of the products we're using, like our lotion, our makeup, our um, window cleaners, the things that are like on our skin, being absorbed by our skin. Um, let's see, hi, what areas are home? Well, I immediately think of the kitchen and um, the bathroom, laundry room, um, but then our kitchen too, we've got the sugar going on. I mean, sugar's in everything. It's really crazy. It's in peanut butter. Um, so those are just kind of the, the areas I think about in our home. Right, and I love how you're like, well, this area and this area, all the areas, all the above. Um, why is it important to detox? If someone's like just now hearing this concept for the first time, what would you say is the importance behind this? Well, I would say that I think a lot of us experience health issues that we don't really, we kind of just live with and we don't understand, we don't really know what's causing them and stuff. And that it's not until we start eliminating these things from our diet or from our home, even that we realize the effect it's had on us. Um, I just feel like sometimes it takes a literal detoxing period for you to realize the effect some things have on you. And that just goes with food. I know a lot of people figure out they have food sensitivities after they've eliminated them from their diet uh, for a period of time. And the same goes for things like fragrance. Um, and I'm trying to think of another one off the top of my head, um, parabens and site. I think I'm saying that right, th phthalates. <laughs> Even like down to the screen time, like when we take away screen time from our boys, their behavior like dramatically changes. Oh, absolutely. And then the stuff we consume too, like that's a whole other side thing. Um, like what um, TV shows are you watching? What movies, like all these things have an inroad into our hearts and thus affect us. Like Jesus said, um, out of the heart, the mouth speaks. So it's literally a, a whole body issue here. <laughs> Hey, yeah, for sure. Um, so as I said, maybe someone's coming to this and this is just the first time they've heard of this or they've wanted to do this, but not been sure where to even begin. What would your suggestion for someone like that who wants to begin, but it's not even really sure where? Well, I think the first thing would be to educate yourself on how to read labels. Um, sugar, um, sugar is obviously very, it causes inflammation in the body. But in addition, like sugar alternatives aren't necessarily better for you. So educating yourselves on um, the artificial sweeteners, um, sugar, the way those um, words can be interchanged with like corn syrup, et cetera, um, for food at least. But then with your cleaning products and your personal care products, educating yourself on what these things actually do or the side effects they have, um, which can really just be done with an easy Google search. You just pop the ingredient in and say like side effects or something and a whole host of things is gonna come up. Um, don't just go on a crazy blogger site. I don't recommend that, but <laughs> um, Healthline has some great articles as well as Dr. Axe as well. Um, so I would say starting there with reading your labels, but then so far as 
practicing it and starting to detox your home, I think a laundry room is one, honestly the easiest place to start because you have the least amount to change. Right. Um, and will the process look the same for everyone? More than likely, no. <laughs> um, and that's okay. Some people have the budget to just literally toss everything and move on. And then others, um, like myself, I had to kind of slowly do it and take it maybe room by room or even spend a few months on a single room. Because as I mentioned earlier, the bathroom is like this whole host of things we need to, to work on. And it may take a while. Um, what I like to say is do the best you can and bless the rest. <laughs> Just give it to God and trust him. Knowledge is great but we don't have to walk in fear either. Right. Yeah. We don't want to definitely be bondage to fear. And I love just the idea of taking in baby steps. We don't have to just like go crazy and get rid of every single product that might be somewhat harmful, but we can take it like a, it's a journey more exactly. than a change overnight. 100%. Speaking of journeys, can you share your personal story and how you began this process for your family? Sure. So my story is pretty unique. <laughs> my husband has been about 10 steps ahead of me this entire time, um, which normally I actually hear the opposite where it's the husband that's struggling to get on board. <laughs> Great. That would but, be my husband. <laughs> my husband's family years ago, his, one of his sisters had a lot of health problems. And so they, that's when they started really reading labels and changing the way they ate um, and detoxing their home. And when we started dating and we got married, I was aware and already practicing, you know, healthy eating and cooking healthy for us, but the whole toxic products, like wait, candles can be bad for me. My hand lotion is got hormone disruptors in it. Like what? Um, he was very gracious and patient with me. Um, I definitely didn't want to give up my candles and that's something I hear a lot from others as well. Um, but it took me, um, we lived in an apartment and most apartments have a policy of, you know, no burning candles and stuff. So we didn't have any candles in our home for over a year. And then we happened to come home for a visit. We lived across the country. We came back to the East Coast for a vacation and someone was burning a candle and it gave me a headache. And that's when I started to think that there might actually be something to the whole fragrance deal. Um, and so I started slowly just switching stuff when I could. Um, my husband had already pushed me to buy healthier cleaners, but the problem was they were greenwashed. Uh, greenwashing is when a, a company chooses to market their product as healthy, when in reality, they're no better than what's next to them on the shelf. Um, they still have nasty ingredients. They're just disguised. And the product has like labels on it, like good for the environment and all of that. So uh, I was really struggling because I kept, kept running into being greenwashed, you know, greenwashed products. And I was kind of a skeptic, to be honest. Um, but the more I dug into the actual research, the more I looked into specific ingredients and I did the same thing I mentioned earlier, just Google ingredients. It doesn't have to be complicated. Um, my eyes just were really open and I started, um, I started making my own products and I, <laughs> I knew it wasn't sustainable to make everything, 
but I started making a few and I started just trying to buy the best that I could find. And that was a struggle in and of its own self. But um, over time, I've found the specific places where I do like to purchase some things and I get some things here and some things there and I make my own. Um, but ultimately, I've just built a collection of a handful of things I do still make today. And we, we love it. And I'm used to it now. Uh, I still get disappointed when I buy something and I didn't look at the label too closely. But as a whole, I started as a skeptic and I'm definitely converted. I love your story because I think that some people listening to this that are more on the naysaying side can see that they can do it too. Um, so what advice would you have for those naysayers? People who are advocating for detoxing your home and telling you that, you know, fragrance is bad for you. Um, in most cases, they're saying it out of a place of love. They care about you. They, they want you to know that there's a better way to live. Um, and like, like myself, I couldn't have told you how the candles were affecting me until I let go of them for a period of time and then reintroduced them. Um, so sometimes you might just have to give it a try. I mean, what's the worst that can happen if nothing changes and you don't react to say candles, we'll just play on that example down. If you don't react when it comes back, okay, you can say we're crazy. That's okay. I'll take it. But I think, many of us would be surprised the changes we would experience if we would just be open to trying it in the first place. Yeah, my nephew is a child that has really bad lung issues. And so my sister-in-law's with Young Living, as you are. And she has, I mean, she started with sugar and dairy, which are again in everything. And then switching to some of the more natural medicines. And it's just amazing how my nephew went from being in the hospital, like, bad hospital for like three times a year to now I mean he still deals with things but it's like night and day difference absolutely yeah dairy is definitely another top offender for some people I mean obviously it doesn't affect everyone the same way um and that's that's true of if anything really our God made our bodies so unique that we just may respond to things differently and what may work for me may not even work for you or for right. your nephew either. Yeah. So just listen to those listening to this that may be, well, I don't have a problem with candles. I don't have a problem with this. And that may be true. You might not have a problem with candles or you name it, but look at your life, your own life, not what Rosie and I are saying, but look at your own life and figure out where you can detox just even the small things, because I think it can be overwhelming. Just the idea of detoxing your home but start somewhere small and do that for, they say, I think like 21 days it takes to even notice a difference and then move on to the next thing. And it really, I think has been a blessing. I can speak for both Rosie and I have been a blessing in both of our homes. 100%. We, God gave us our bodies and our families to steward and to steward well. And I do think it matters everything that goes into it from food to the media we consume and to the products we use. Indeed. So Rosie, before we transition here to some fun get to know you questions, if you had anything else on your heart to share on this topic with our listeners, um, whether that's advice or a lesson you've learned in your own journey, what have you, what would that be? Um, I think to just give yourself a lot of grace um, 
And when you do buy a greenwash product, it's not the end of the world to use it up. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Don't stress the money aspect of it. Um, And just be open to trying new recipes if you're wanting to make some things yourself or um, poking around on the internet to find a good quality brand. Right. And I think going back to just how God provides for things, if we're doing our best to steward our bodies, he's going to provide for us. He's not going to have us get over our heads. He's always every step of the way providing. So don't, I would just ask you not to stress the money because I think in our um, 40 year inflation culture as it is, it can be scary to start something like this. But again, God's going to provide 100%. So switching over to get to know you a little, what is the favorite book you've read recently? Oh, um, let's see. I really enjoyed Satisfied by Alyssa Joy Bethke. I read that recently and um, it was just kind of a balm to my soul, really. Just reminding myself to um, go to the Lord for my hope and my joy and my strength. Um, I really recommend it to any moms out there who are just maybe struggling with contentment or feeling like they're never happy or never joyful um, when it comes to parenting and stuff like that. It's a really great read. I've heard a lot of good about that. I need to get it on my to be read list. Um, So you are not in Montana, but if one day you were in Montana and we were to have coffee together, what would be your drink of choice? I would probably go for an iced caramel latte, but made with almond milk instead of um, regular milk, just because I, (laughs) I am not normally dairy free, but I really like almond milk in my coffee. And some people think that's weird, but. (laughs) No, I'm right there with you. I love like oat milk or cashew milk more than like heavy cream. Okay. Final one. And you can take this either literally as in the season of, I guess we're still in winter or figuratively. But what is bringing you joy this season? Oh, honestly, starting to see everything turn green and come back to life has been huge. Love it. Yeah, here too. So Rosie, thank you for your time and for just your heart in this and coming on the podcast to share with us. Thank you so much for inviting me. I really appreciate it. I feel honored to be here. Friends, was that not amazing? I'm so thankful for the work I get to do. I have always loved listening to people's stories, and truly chatting with you all is my favorite part of my ministry. Come back next time for what is sure to be another impactful interview. And until then, as always, to God be the glory. Mm